Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Park It Here. Uh, I'm John Ryder with Louisville Parks and Recreation. Uh, Aaron Henry's on the switchboard here. Good to see you again, Aaron. Today we're going to be talking about the Iroquois Amphitheater. It's the state of Kentucky's official amphitheater. It's celebrating its 80th year and we sat down recently to talk with Mike Hallett, who's the manager. Uh, Mike's going to talk a little bit about the past of the amphitheater, the future, uh, the upcoming season. There are some exciting things in store and just sort of his personal opinion on what the role of the amphitheater is in the community. So hope you enjoy it. We'll be back after we're done talking with Mike. You know, before we got before we get started, it's funny we had Mike in here and uh, we were kind of working through some production issues and Aaron asked Mike, Mike being an old hand at the production side of this, how we could fix the sound and Mike helped uh, get on it. So Mike, thanks a lot. You're again a jack of all trades, a gentleman and a scholar. Um, it's good to have you. Thanks very much. It's great to uh, be here. So let's start off with how long have you been at the amphitheater? Uh, I'm getting ready to uh, be in my third season as the general manager at the facility. I started uh, with the uh, company about uh, seven years ago. Um, started, first of all, just uh, working in the facility as a lighting designer and then uh, eventually uh, was hired full-time to uh, handle production management for the facility. So uh, I've been there uh, quite, a, quite a time now. A lot of people know about the, the shows that are out there. You know, we've had My Morning Jacket has played out there. Wilco has played out there. The Black Keys have played out there. Uh, the Decemberists were back again this year. Is there a, a band or an act that you've seen in your time at the amphitheater that maybe people might not know a lot about that you've really enjoyed? Well, there's been um, – the the thing about the amphitheater is that the the longer that we're, we're working out there – the the more bands they get popular and many times we see them now going to forecastle yeah. or bonnaroo so i don't know that the the uh, the shows that stick out in my mind are really the the shows that you didn't expect to be as good as they they ended up being and for me watching some of these artists who you know play dates day day in and day out really come into the facility and you can see they have a real uh, affinity for the for the place and they and they just really warm up to it and, and those are really the the shows that, that I remember uh, more often than not um, folks like uh, Lyle Lovett he really enjoyed the the facility uh, Weird Al Yankovic he's another uh, even uh, uh, Billy Idol they they just seem to have an appreciation for the aesthetics of the building as much as our audience does, and and that's really heartwarming, and uh, generally makes for for a pretty easy day for us. So you've been going out there for three years. The facility itself, again, has been around since 1938. What is your favorite thing, I guess, about the facility itself that you enjoy? You know, on a nice night, just from personal experience, there doesn't seem like there's a bad seat in the house. But I'm wondering if there are any specific features that you enjoy about the facility itself. Well, I, I think you can't get away from the physical characteristics of the building. Like you say, there's something really magical about a night where you come out and there's a breeze off the hill and it's the the atmosphere is just so pleasant to be out among the stars. We have half of our seating that's covered, the other half is uncovered. And that's that's really a unique um unique in in today's uh, venues a lot of venues they don't have any covered seats or the seats or a lot of venues of our size don't have any seats at all they're just lawn seats or, or uh, uh, benches so I think it's really nice for our facility uh, you can come in 
sit under the roof. All of our seats are accommodating, plenty of leg room between the rows. I think those are the things that really make the an enjoyable place to come and see a show. So we've spent a lot of time on, on the, sh- the paid shows that, again, a lot of people might know, might know a lot about. Um, but I think the one thing that I think you know is very cool is that I believe half of your shows, or at least maybe more than half of them, are free to the public. Uh, those include the free movies that are sponsored by some of the Metro Council members, and, and I believe you've got two performances of Cirque Louis coming up. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that kind of dovetails into the, the last question about what, what I personally really like about the, the facility, and I, I would say that what attracted me to the facility first and foremost and, and has uh, kept me there is the the whole character of the facility we're the we're 80 years old we've been been there on the same piece of ground since 1938 and have always produced art in some form or another and we carry on that tradition uh, we have a three-pronged mission at the amphitheater we try to uh, definitely serve the community uh, we do that in a number of ways. We have uh, a number of high schools and middle schools that use the facility as place of graduation. Mm-hmm. We're very proud about that. Uh, we, and then we also have a, a long tradition of promoting and presenting civic groups for little or no charge. Uh, you mentioned our free movies. Those are supported both by the uh, Louisville Parks Department and the Louisville Metro Council. We do uh, approximately 12 free movies a year, and uh, they're well-received. And right now we also have four free orchestras that we do throughout our season. And you mentioned Cirque Louis. That's uh, a great group that has a lot of community support. And they're also the folks that if you ever come out to the – Jack Lantern Spectacular. They're the the same company that helps entertain uh, people while they're in line. All the jugglers and uh, some mm-hmm. of the aerial uh, acts that that happen during that show. So it, it's really uh, uh, and then of course we have our our paid uh, promoter concerts that uh, we try to present the the best artists that uh, we can. Mm-hmm. So uh, with our partners, of course, and Production Simple being uh, one of our great partners that, that we work with every year. So you mentioned the Jack-O-Lantern Spectacular. Um, you guys, obviously, the, the, uh, the event itself, it's the major fundraiser for the Louisville Parks Foundation, which is the nonprofit organization that supports Louisville Parks and Recreation. You guys are very involved in that process. And then when the festival goes on, I believe it's three weeks about and towards the end. Uh, Towards the, I believe it starts towards the middle of October and goes in through the beginning of November. It's, I believe it's going to be in its sixth year this year. Is that correct, Mike? Yes, it is. What have you, what have you seen out of that event over the previous five years? I know it's grown quite a bit. You see all kinds of people coming from not just around the area, but from around the country to, to visit this thing. It's, it's really great exposure for the park, but what are your uh, thoughts on it? And what do you enjoy about hosting that every year? Well, First of all, speaking from uh, as someone who lives in the South End, I think that's a great event for the South End community. I think that uh, the amount of people that are drawn to the event is always good for uh, our part of town, so to speak. And I would, I would say the most remarkable thing about the show, from the standpoint of having a chance to talk to the audience as they come in or, or as they're leaving, is that we always find that there are lots of people who live in Louisville who have never yet come out to the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Or they remember the amphitheater 
from their youth where there wasn't a modern stage house, there wasn't a roof, uh, the seats were not modern. So it's always great to have an opportunity to talk to someone who has a childhood story about when they came to the amphitheater to see a musical or, or some other event and uh, hear them talk about how how changed the the, uh, the venue is and uh, we love that idea and we, we hope that we attract some of those people back um, the following spring to actually come and see one of our shows. So we're so we're in our 80th year at the amphitheater. Um, I, I'm wondering if there's anything that you th- uh, what your thoughts are when it comes to the future of the amphitheater. It seems like there's a lot of forward momentum about the types of shows that you're attracting. You have your own music festival that you've started, I believe, uh, the Burton Ah Music Festival. I think that's towards the end of July, correct? Yes, the the Burton Ah Festival is a we consider it a, a local music event. We like to attract. Uh, we have this year we have three local acts, and then we also have a regional act, and that's a format that we hope to continue into the into the future uh, to help local acts get a little bit more exposure and then uh, attract a regional act who's quite not on the national scene yet and that that's really important to, to us as far as the future of the amphitheater is concerned you know at times I've likened it to a, a really big airplane on a really long runway <laughs> um, parks uh, you're not comparing a, a new cut road <laughs> to an air, airplane runway are you Mike <laughs> no because I've, no. I've seen cars driving up and down that road. It sort of gets treated that way, but anyway. No, no. But uh, this is uh, about 10 years ago, Parks took over the direct management of, of the facility. And, you know, we've had our challenges. It's been a, a slow growth process. But, um, you know, a department like ours, you know, we, ha- we do have limited resources, so it's really taken uh, a lot of word of mouth in the music industry to get our name out there, to get a level of confidence that's being translated now to the some of the artists, agents, and quite frankly, some of the uh, acts themselves. We've had some acts that uh, basically they have their choice of venues to play uh, here in Louisville, and uh, we've had some who've consistently said that they've wanted to come back to, to the amphitheater. So I would say that what my uh, hope for the future for the amphitheater is, is that we continue to uh, uh, maintain the facility the best we can so that we can attract national acts and that we continue our uh, approach of always trying to do our best to uh, serve the community and to be a uh, venue where... uh, acts can come and have the time and and the space to uh, develop their shows because that's uh, uh, just with the uh, recent closing of an independent theater here in town that that's becoming uh, quite a challenge for an act that has to develop their program to uh, be able to get into a venue that they can afford. Thanks a lot Mike. Thank you. Thanks to Mike Hallett for joining us. Um, I want to mention a couple upcoming shows at the amphitheater. Um, on Tuesday, July the 3rd at 8.40, uh, the Louisville Chorus will be out there at the amphitheater singing uh, Patriotic Favorites. That's at 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday, July the 3rd. And on Saturday, July the 14th, a jazz show, David Cause and Friends will be out at the amphitheater at 7 o'clock. Again, you can get tickets and see more shows at IroquoisAmphitheater.com. That just about does it for this edition of Park It Here. For Aaron Henry, this is John Ryder, and we'll see you next time.